You're listening to Matty O's Red Hot Summer Tour Festival Special as he chats to the artists that will be gracing the stage in 2023 and coming to a town near you. Ah, oh, this is so much fun getting a chat to Bernard Fanning and Paul Kelly, idols of mine growing up and especially looking forward to this chat. The year was 2004. I remember when this album came out. I was struggling to study, stay focused for my exams and I listened to this and just felt a state of calm. Missy Higgins' Scar, what a song, and so many great songs. Time has changed, nothing at all. You're still Ten days, it just makes you feel good. Steer as well, and recently... Carry You, so powerful, and... Total Control. I welcome to Triple M's Homegrown, Missy Higgins. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? I'm really, really well. Hey, congratulations on this lineup, Red Hot Summer Tour. Just before we get started, I was talking to Bernard Fanning before that, and he said uh, one of the last times he saw you, or he saw you when you were visiting him in Madrid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my best friend and I travelled around before kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We travelled oh, around right. Europe together. Yeah. Yeah, he was living there at the time. So I called him up and had some... Some yummy paella with him and yeah, his cool. family. And yeah, it was crazy to catch up with him so far away from Australia. Absolutely. Um, how have you been? Uh, how are things? You know, you, you've been busy. We love Total Control. Um, how are you finding things just like coming out of lockdown? Yeah, I'm so happy to be out on the road again, actually, to be yeah, honest. It was yeah. a couple of years with really not much playing. So mm. it's really good to get out there and play these shows, mostly festivals. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of the live music scene is just kind of coming back to life after being dormant. So there's a real sense of gratitude for all these players are just so excited to be touring again and playing for crowds like real life crowds yeah i remember what i saw you on the project and you said this and i think this reflects it perfectly i think over over the, over the lockdowns i did so many little performances to my phone and the tiny little camera you know I was trying to feel the connection with the audience but there's nothing like that that visceral experience you know because they're singing back at you yeah it's just it's a whole body experience and you're full of endorphins and it's just it's what it's all about and it always has been so yeah it's so it's such a relief to be doing it again i feel like that sums up like every musician in the country what was your first show back well i think it was actually funnily enough it was a show in adelaide big cool. and um i had to i got a phone call at about six o'clock yeah um in the evening and they were like you have to get on a you have to get on a plane before midnight <laughs> Yeah. Because the border is about to, are about to shut. Yeah, right. And um, this, this is going to be your only chance. So we all took this like, yeah, we we all took this really really last minute flight just before midnight with Ice House. Wow. Um, like a private charter, and we just got there yeah. to make it by the skin of our teeth. And I think there was like not not enough room on the plane, so my guitarist had to drive seven hours <laughs> to get to the border just just before it shut in midnight and yeah it was just and everyone was just so ecstatic to actually be there and be able to play because yeah. it felt like we almost didn't make it yeah and it's, it's part of the reasons uh you know a few things like playing these festivals is because you're seeing old friends again like people you've grown up with like you know um, yeah. you're jumping on this tour like bernard for example you're going to be spending three months with him on the road like how cool is that i know i know it's really cool because you know some of these friends you really don't get to see that much other than on the road or at backstage at festivals so yeah yeah, to have a really big tour where we get to see each other like several times a week is going to be yeah quite amazing actually. And yeah, just to spend some quality time with with 
my muso friends. I don't really hang out with many musos in yeah. Melbourne. I just I wait until I'm touring to do all, to do <laughs> yeah. all that. What's it like um, jumping on a festival like that and the kind of months leading up to it? It must be a kind of, I don't know, a real sense of excitement. Yeah, I think it is. And the great thing about when you when a tour is this long and this consistent, you you really get into a um, a rhythm and you really, and you also become a bit like a traveling family. And um, yeah, I don't know, like you, you become really strong as a band and as a singer. And like by the end of the tour, you're just absolutely on fire. So yeah, yeah I feel very lucky to have something this, this steady and kind of consistent to look forward to next year. And because you're together for so long, uh, it must be quite sad when it's all over. I think I mean, I'm one of those people that loves being on tour, but I'm actually fine not being on tour as well. I think because I've got a family <laughs> and little kids too. So, yeah. you know, that they'll be pretty thrilled to actually be seeing me on the weekend yeah, um, and be able to see their mum a bit more. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you go really, really hard and then you can just relax and, and chill out and just yeah. feel um, feel like you did did a good job. I was talking to um, John Butler recently and he was saying he gets the family in the van and they all tour around together. Do you bring your kids and, and family on the road with you? I do sometimes. I think sometimes it's harder to have them on the road though because the shows are so late. I think maybe when they get a bit older, it might get a bit easier, but yeah. Luna's only just turned four. So yeah. yeah, the shows are pretty late. And to be honest, they're a bit bored of watching me play now. <laughs> they're just like, they'd much rather be home and you know, seeing their friends and, you know, just, just, I don't know, just, just chilling out and probably she'd rather watch Frozen than watch me <laughs> on stage one more time. It's a bit boring, you know, yeah. it's all they've ever known. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it's not quite as exciting for them. I feel like a festival like this too is perfect for collaboration in the future. You know, you're comfortable with an artist on tour might mean that you're comfortable with them in the studio. Have you found it works like that for you? Yeah, I mean, collaborations usually come pretty naturally and pretty organically. So mm. I guess they can happen anyway. Yeah, I mean, hang, hanging out on the road if you form a friendship and then yeah. it's quite easy for that to kind of um, work its way into like collaborating musically together. Also just the kind of the people that you hang out with and the people that live near you, like a lot of the people that I've collaborated with just happened to live in my neighborhood <laughs> so it's like just whatever flows i was talking to paul and bernard about you know the importance of regional touring and how good it is what what does regional touring mean to you oh uh, it's always really great to go to the regional towns because there's a real sense of like i don't know they're not kind of spoilt for choice like the people in the cities are you know there's so many Every band kind of goes to the city and um, there's not that sense of like, oh, this is a special occasion, you know, because there's so much going on. But in the regional towns, it's it's kind of, it's much more rare for them to have these really big shows and these big lineups. So this yeah. is, there's a sense of excitement and this is, you know, this is a chance to really get out, have a special occasion and let loose and there's just, I don't know, there's a, there's a bit more of an electricity in the air, I think, a bit more excitement and I don't know I love it it feels m more like a, a special occasion when you're in those regional towns well said well Missy thanks so much for chatting we appreciate it we can't wait to see this festival live and uh do you reckon it'll be like you know maybe you do like three or four gigs and then it'll be one artist going hey jump up for this one hey come up and do this one and then by the end it's just going to be this rotating cast of guests throughout the set oh uh, well it's very possible I mean all of us have sung with each other at one point or the other so 
um, <laughs> I imagine it would be yeah, extremely likely that we'll end up singing on each other's sets at one point or another. The fun of it all, really. Missy, yeah. hey, thanks so much for having a chat. I really appreciate it. Ooh, it was really nice no to worries. meet That was uh, Triple M's Homegrown Special. We welcome back the Red Hot Summer Tour. It's an absolute ripper. For all the details, you've got to make sure you get along. Redhotsummertour.com.au, an incredible lineup. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo. Triple M rocks here we go around the country, weeknights from 10, 52 stations. The more the merrier, get involved in the show. And yeah, make sure you subscribe so you can check out the rest of the interviews. And I'll see you next time on Triple M.